You are listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast with your host, me, the Kentucky Guy. Here at the Red Pill Current News Podcast, we pride ourselves in not just bringing you political news, but current news worldwide. Here, we try to get you information that you just won't find anywhere else. And our information that we bring is unbiased. As for me, I worked in the public sector, in the private sector, for over 25 years. Always had a passion for politics and loved public speaking. And most of all, I love this American country we live in. Home of the free, home of the brave. Very, very proud of our country. A couple years ago, I noticed that the country was going in a direction and things were happening that I couldn't believe my eyes. And needless to say, this woke me up. So now I bring you this podcast two times a week, every Wednesday and Saturday, to maybe, just maybe, open your eyes to one or two things. Like I said, everyone's welcome on this podcast, whether you're far left, far right, in the middle, doesn't matter to me. Me, myself, I'm a conservative. Haven't always been one. I've actually been every single party. I went from a Democrat, and then in the Obama years, the second, is I voted for Obama for his first term. His second term, I actually switched parties to the Republican, and was a Republican up until about uh, two years ago, and then I decided to switch over to conservative Christian, and that's where I believe I will stay forever and ever. Anyways, enough about me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And don't forget, we do drop new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Be sure to hit that follow button wherever you're listening from. And now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Hey, how's everybody doing on this beautiful Thursday? Uh, Back in eastern Kentucky, I am, and happy to be back with you all as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, so a lot of things happening in this big, beautiful world of ours. A lot of, uh, boy, I tell you, this week, uh, there, there is so much going on <clears throat> that actually hasn't happened yet uh, <laughs> uh, that we're waiting on, and uh, and it should. I mean, this this could be a very, very historical week. Uh, either way, actually, uh, for uh, the United States of America. Um, first of all, before we get started, I would like to say uh, we do uh, we do appreciate all of our new subscribers. Uh, guys and uh, your your uploads and when you re-listen to this uh, it means so much uh, it's what keeps me going so thank you so much I do want to send a special shout out to Mr. Lee who joined us on our last episode um, and you guys have been great great about responding I haven't even got him the latest numbers yet but we actually have now uh, 63 of you have actually took the time and 
and, and once again, you guys know I respond to all the emails, um, and, and I want I want to get to know you on an individual basis. This is nothing. I have nothing to hide from. I am who I am. Uh, you know, if you want to put a face with the uh, voice, you can always go to just about any other social media platform. Clapper, Rizzo, TikTok. I'm on there. Same name. I want to connect with you guys that. But, yes, 63 of you now have uh, sent us a yes that Mr. Lee should start a podcast uh, talking about uh, alternative farming. And I, I think that's great. I agree. I agree 100% uh, that uh, he, should, uh, he should start that. And um, thank you guys so much uh, for taking the time. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you guys, you guys never cease to amaze me. We did this one other time uh, uh, quite a few episodes ago uh, where I told you all to email me questions for the next episode and uh, had a huge turnout then. Obviously, we're we're much larger family now, right? But uh, I just want to say, give you guys a shout-out, say thank you so much. Also, another quick shout-out before we get started in today's episode uh, to uh, Block Talk, B-L-O-K-K Talk. Uh, podcast. Uh, these guys have a sports show. I was actually on there uh, a week ago yesterday and uh, just absolutely had a blast. Uh, so if you get a chance, check those guys out. Um, they call themselves the most controversial podcast out there. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, after being on there, I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> so if you like football, you like basketball, you like sports, be sure to check them out. And they will also be on the other show that I host, Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. And we drop new episodes there every Monday and Friday. Only one episode this week due to I was traveling back home. Uh, we will be dropping an episode tomorrow. And I do believe my new co-host, uh, Christian P.K. Reeves, will be on that uh, with me tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, I know that uh, some of you uh, do listen to both both shows, and, and I can't tell you how much that means, and I appreciate it. Um, so anyways, let's move on to the news. So some big news. Like I said, this is, this is going to be a big week uh, when it comes to uh, news in the United States and so forth. Um, there's just so much coming down the line from our Supreme Court. Uh, let's just back up to yesterday. Uh, yesterday, the Supreme Court... And this is, and this so far, this has all been for the good guys. Yes, 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 yes. We have to love our judicial system when they're not biased and they do the right thing. Yesterday is an example of that the Supreme Court, by a vote to, I think, six to four or something like that. Actually, I'm not even going to say, just uh, the majority rules, right? So they did uh, vote, and they passed the law that you can use public money for Christianity, for churches, for private and public churches. I think that is fantastic. The Christian people, we have always, we have always been under attack. The truth is the truth. We have, even back in the Israel, in the Old Testament, you'll read, they've always been under attack. However... Here lately, the last year or two, the attack is the attacks are more open, and and folks, I'm not just talking about 
other countries. I'm talking about this United States of America. I promise you, there is a war on Christianity. It has not raised all the way its evil head and come out public, but it's been there and it's been rising. And, uh, you know, I, I'm glad the Supreme Court did the right thing. And, uh, you know, like I said, one for the good guys. Today, 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 another ruling by our Supreme Court. I love this. I love this time of year. I do. I do because so many unanswered questions get answered, right? And we've got a lot of them. We've got a lot of them since November 3rd, 2020. We have a lot of unanswered questions, or at least I do. And, and I would assume for my listeners, loyal listeners, you do too. You know how I feel about it, and I know how a lot of you feel about it because we've, we've uh, emailed and talked about it. And, uh, you know, we don't always agree on every single detail, but guess what? That's what people do, right? People, that's, that's why I love the United States of America, where you are free to disagree. Just do it in the right way. And that's what I tell these folks when I invite them on our show uh, to be in front of you. I have two rules. And they're very, very simple. And that's for this podcast and the wrestling podcast. First rule is no profanity. I don't do it. And I don't want my guests to do it. I want anybody, no matter what age, to listen to these shows. And parents and grandparents and uncles and aunts. Uh, I'm, all, I'm not a grandparent, but I'm all the rest. I'm an uncle like 12 times, 12 or 13 times. A great I, I don't want to tell my age but anyway but anyways I'm a parent as well and I want this show to be where any of them feel confident that if their child was to listen to this or come across this podcast even by accident that they would not hear something that they shouldn't as far as profanity so that's my first rule my second rule very very easy as well by the way, if any of you listening would like to be a guest on here, uh, you can send me an email always. And if you don't have that, go ahead and jot that down. Email address is Kentucky spelled out, Kentucky 99 the numbers, 99, at yahoo.com. So that's Kentucky spelled out, 99, at yahoo.com feel free to email me anytime and as most of the listeners will tell you that have emailed me before i do i do respond and, and rather i'm kind of kind of proud of that i respond rather quickly too so but anyways if any of you you know have a uh think that you may want to be a guest one day just uh send me an email and uh you know we'll talk about it and, and uh fill you out but anyways the second rule is very simple if we disagree which we're more likely will on a subject, we do it civilly. We don't call names. We don't get loud. We don't yell at each other. Uh, they have my word as well as, uh, and you guys know I can get passionate sometimes, but when talking to another human, it's a little bit different, right? I mean, I'm not going to yell at a, at a grown man or woman. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, and I don't want them yelling at me either. So, you know, let's get that straight as well, right? So anyways, that's my two rules. You know, very, very, very simple. It doesn't matter uh, what side of the podium, you know, you're on, what side of the aisle they call it. It doesn't matter to me. 
you know, just uh, I, I, I like a good debate as well, you know. But don't get me wrong. If you're lying, I will call you on it. <laughs> I am sorry, but I've done enough research. I've done too much research, actually, I think, too much research uh, to allow someone to come on one of my shows and, and, and truly put out false information, right? Who, who, who wants that, you know? And if it's my opinion, I'll tell you it's my opinion. My opinion is not factual, right? It's, it's an opinion. It's what I think. Factual is like all these places that we talked about, these food processing places that have mysteriously burned down that uh, Mr. Lee and myself have talked about. Uh, that's factual stuff. Uh, alternative farming, saving our land, like Mr. Lee spoke about, that's factual stuff. And what, and before we go to break, let's get back to the Supreme Court's ruling today. Uh, their ruling today was New York had this law, has this law. Basically, you cannot get a license to carry a concealed weapon outside your home unless you pass some kind of test, right? Some kind of purpose. Now, from my understanding, it was very, very hard for the average Joe to have have this license in New York. So two men, two average people, average citizens of New York, uh, took the state of New York's law to court saying it was unconstitutional. It went all the way to the Supreme Court, and today... The Supreme Court did rule, that, <laughs> I love this, that New York's law on concealed handguns is against the Constitution and the Second Amendment. That is what I am talking about. There we go. Now, we still have, there's still some other major rule, rulings that are coming down. And I tell you what. Let's take a quick break here. Uh, listen to our sponsor. If you're thinking about starting a podcast or have a podcast, you may want to consider uh, uh, checking out Anchor because Anchor does it all in one place. Guys, we will be right back after this word from Anchor. Hey, guys, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? It's the best and easiest way I've found to start a new podcast. Everything is right there. At Anchor, I can not only record my podcast, I can add music, I can add sounds, and much more. Also, I can trim and crop my podcast as well, all in one place, right there on my iPhone or computer. On Anchor, as a host, you can distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and many more. Everything is in one place. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. Best part of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. And as I was saying, if you're interested in starting a podcast, Anchor is the place everything is in all in one place. So, yeah, so continuing about our topic about the Supreme Court rulings, uh, wow, I mean, so they've made two major rulings uh, so far, but there's one 
there's one that everybody is on the edge of their seat for, and that is the overturn of Roy of Roe of Roy of Roe versus Wade. Now, I think it'd be the right thing to do. I think they need to overturn it. It never was. You can't search the Constitution word by word, line by line, and find anywhere where it says anything about abortion. And like I've said before on previous episodes, if our forefathers thought when writing this Constitution, if they even imagined anything about killing a baby inside a mother's womb, coming up in this declaration protecting them, they would have put rules and amendments in there to make abortion illegal forever. Okay? There's, there, there, it's not constitutional. It's up to the state. Once again, overturning this rule, Roe versus Wade, does not make abortion illegal. All it does is it gives power, like the Constitution was written for, back to the state government. And they will make those laws and regulations as they see fit. So here's the thing. Here's how you can tell the difference between a Democrat and a Republican conservative. And and notice I put the word conservative in there because, uh, yeah, you have Republicans that are worse than Democrats. You do. You have, they, you can call them rhinos, whatever you want. They're Republicans, and they're worse than Democrats. So, when, when you take a look at this, you can definitely tell the difference because you hear crickets on the conservative side on this Roe versus Wade. You hear no one, no one saying, we need to band together. And there will be H-E-L-L to pay if you don't overturn it. You, you, you don't hear that at all. You hear crickets. They're waiting to see what they say. You know, if they, if they overturn it, we're going to feel they did the right thing and thank them for it. If they don't, if they don't and don't do anything on it, you know, it's the same as what it was. Yeah, it's disappointing. It's still, it's still not constitutional, but it is what it is. We're not going to tell you guys, or they're not going to tell us to go right, to go set these cities on fire, which only hurts us in return and our neighbors and our loved ones. No, 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 no. But your Democratic Party has already set the framework. They've already set it. They've got you. They're allowing these people, these maniacs, to protest in front of these judges' personal homes. You have Chuck Schumer standing on the Supreme Court steps, calling out justices and threatening them, saying they will pay the price. I don't care if it was 20 years ago. He's still there, and he's still echoing it. And we have cities, major cities, who are preparing 
for riots. Preparing for riots. Because of a Supreme Court ruling. There's your difference. You want to know the true difference between the two parties? There you go. You see, once upon a time, once upon a time, and, and I want you guys, and, and I say this every episode, and I truly mean it, don't take my word for any of this. Go go do your own research, okay? But once upon a time, let's tell a story here real quick. Let's talk about the, the, the original Democratic Liberal Party, okay? Because there's a Democrat liberal party then and there's one now they've changed their stance you know before the liberal democratic party they were you you would hear them they stood strong on education very strong on education they were for the middle class they stood strong on that And they stood strong on education. Now, tell me the last time you've heard the Liberal Democratic Party mention any of those within the last year. Or since they've been in power, since they've had all, they've got more power than they've ever had right now. They do. They got the presidency, the vice presidency. They got the house. They they got the most power they ever had. So tell me why, since they've been in power, have not heard them talk or litigate anything for education. Middle class. And if you guys go research this, you'll see that these used to be what they stood strong on. Strong, 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 strong. And healthcare. Healthcare was another one. But you don't hear that was their base for years and years and years and years and years. But you don't hear it, it, they turned on all their bases. Have you noticed that? Do you really think that this Democratic Liberal Party is for the middle class, the working guy? I mean, come on. I mean, they, they, they've turned. They've turned. And when did they turn? I think I see the turn since 2016 election. 2016 election, I think that the Democratic Liberal Party feels like the middle class turned on them, didn't show up for them, didn't vote for them, because they didn't, they lost it all, if you remember, even old Hillary lost the presidency, 2016, I think your liberal Democrats washed their hands with not just the middle class, but all American people, I really do, I I, I really do, folks, they they just, there's been such a huge change. You know, at first, I used to give all the credit to Donald Trump. I did. 
I used to give a lot of credit to him, right? And he did do some great things for our country. He did. And I personally um, would like to see him back in office. I really would because I, don't, I think he left a lot of things uh, unaccomplished that he didn't get to. I mean, I, I'd like to see the wall built and finished. Uh, I'd like to see these tariffs uh, uh, on China kick in where they actually start making money off of them. The U.S. does. I'd like to see the pipeline re-shut down to Putin. That's given him all his money for war and uh our pipeline back open and us become energy independent again and start exporting to our western uh allies our true allies so here's the thing uh if you guys remember if if biden wouldn't have shut the pipeline down and he wouldn't have put all these tariffs and taxes on big oil right as he calls them big oil on the oil companies and have them stop drilling and offer them 9,000 leases on, on spots of land where there is no oil to drill. There's no oil there. They would gladly take these leases if there was oil. It's dry land. That's how come Biden threw around that number so much, 9,000 leases. It's dry land. Do your research. Took me a while to find that out, to verify that, but <laughs> it's dry land. That's why they don't drill there. Anyways. Plus, it's so expensive right now uh, with all the taxes and that he's got. Anyways, if Biden wouldn't have done that, right, do you realize right now, first of all, your gas would be, you know, like it was four years ago or two years ago. Uh, Second of all, we would be exporting to Europe and, like I said, our allies. Do you know that Germany and also a, a European country, Germany and one other country are getting ready to open a, a previously shut down coal mine. They're going back to coal to substitute for the gas, the fuel that they're getting strictly from Russia. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I thought these guys were like big, uh, big green energy. That was the whole purpose of every bit of this nonsense that they talk about. You're going to open up a coal, a coal mines, a coal plant to replace gas fuel, replace the fuel for gas. Okay. First of all, let me state I'm in, I live in Eastern Kentucky. I love coal. I think what the EPA, Obama's EPA did to coal uh, was horrible and wrong. However, if I'm being honest, fuel, gas, is more cleaner than coal. And I'm only saying this to make an example here. It has nothing to do with, I wish they brought all the coal mines back here to eastern Kentucky. We need it. Please. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. These countries are supposed to be all about this clean energy, this green, you know, let's live off the land for 100 years, uh, even though we're not going to be here in 100 years. <laughs> uh, the people that are talking about it right now, uh, John Kerry, that guy. Um, but so they're going to do away with fuel, gas, and open coal mines. You see where I'm getting at? It, it, it's a, 
it, it's ridiculous. You know, and uh, Trump, you know, like him, like him or hate him, he did tell Germany. It's on. It's on video. It's still out there. He told Germany that their dependence on Russian on Russian oil for all of their oil, it will come back to haunt them. They laughed at him. They laughed at him. Who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? They're getting ready to open up a coal mines, a coal plant, uh, to because they're exporting. Uh, they went back. <laughs> They're going back on all these sanctions on Russia. Uh, can we just admit that it was too little too late? Okay? Not just the United States. This whole NATO thing who who pretty much egged this war on. They egged it on. They knew Russia wasn't going to sit back while they still flaunted uh, Ukraine being a part of NATO. They egged this war on. They wanted this war. And they still want this war. Warmongers love war. Their only defeat, their only problem, is they did not get the United States involved because people stood their ground. <laughs> I mean, th- that's the truth. That, I, that's why they wanted the U.S. involved physically in this war. Well, then you say, well, Kentucky guy, why do they want this war? Why, why do they want... United States in this war. There's big money in war. Big money. Big, big, big money. And there's a lot to gain uh, from a country like us getting involved in such a minute war. Me, personally, I'm glad that a lot of people, a lot of Americans have woken up, and I think that's wonderful. Um, I don't think it's too late at all whatsoever. Uh, and I'm glad more and more are waking up. People are finally starting to stand their ground. And that's what it's going to take. It's going to take, you know, and I've said this before, there's nobody, uh, Donald Trump, and th- by the way, this is so much bigger than Donald Trump. I mean, yes, you guys know that I, I'm a Donald Trump supporter, right? Uh, I did. I think he did a great job as president. I think uh Probably 80% of America Americans do not know everything that he's done or he did while he was in office. I think it will come out one day, and I think he'll go down probably as, right next to Ronald Reagan, uh, the, one of the greatest presidents we've had, okay? But what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about right now is so much bigger than him, so much bigger than one person. This is going to take all of us standing together and voting this November and getting out there and making sure that we find America first candidates. Why do I say this is bigger than Donald Trump? Because this has nothing to do with getting Donald Trump reelected. America first candidates, right? What they're going to do is they're going to put an end this baby formula shortage this food crisis that we're getting ready to see we're already seeing it it just hasn't come it just hasn't really hit home yet they'll put an end to this fertilizer crisis that we're getting ready to have the diesel pumps 
that are getting ready to be empty. Two major, major trucking companies, suppliers of diesel, have already told their drivers from two huge corporations. And I stopped at these corp- both of these corporations on my trip uh, to northeastern Ohio and then back here to eastern Kentucky. Uh, uh, I stopped at both of them. One is uh, Love Trucking. And the other one is, and these are like big, huge truck stops. Uh, and the other one is, uh, wow. <laughs> I apologize. I cannot remember. The other one's a major one, too. It'll come to me here in just a second. But but anyways, both of the higher-ups in these companies have told their drivers and their employees at these, uh, you know, trucking uh, fuel places that diesel is going to be harder to get and the pumps may be dry. And that is exact quote. The pumps may be dry. So that's that's uh, that's pretty scary stuff, if you ask me. Because without diesel, our trucks cannot go. If our trucks cannot go, then how in the world are you going to get food, medicine, and everyday living supplies from warehouses to the stores? And once again, I want to bring this up. That's why I only tell you guys this because I love you. And I want you to be informed. That's why we should listen when Mr. Lee was talking about your local farm markets. We need to get out there. I'm going to make a special trip out there if my mind doesn't change this weekend to one in my area uh, and get to know them and get to know them. You'll find nine, nine out of your ten farmers are probably some of the nicest people you ever talk to in any state, any state. Get to know them because they may be, they may be your Walmart. They may be your big store when it comes to your family's survival. I'm a true believer in that. I believe we ought to stock up. I believe every home that is listening to this podcast, the a person in that home that has that has a sane mind and a sound body, should have a weapon. It's a gun to protect that home, not to do anything malice with or to do anything illegal, but to protect your home. Uh, Notice how I said that, a sane person, right? A sane person. Um, And uh, I I really believe that uh, we need to continue, continue to just be there for one another um, we're getting ready to see some times like I'm afraid none of us have ever seen before. And we have to, it's going to, and like I've always said, it's going to come down to us. And we need to take care of each other. That is the only way this works, folks. It's the only way it works. The, these rights that... These people think that they give us, and don't get me wrong. I have I'm I, I'm a big believer in the Constitution. I'm a big believer in uh, 
the Bill of Rights, but I'm going to be honest with you, our rights were given to us by our Holy Father. No man gave us any rights. They may claim it and scream it to the top of their lungs, but our rights come from God. And your right to protect your family, you need one one tool to protect them is for you to get out here and vote and vote this January. We need to make it we need to make it such an amazing even if they do try to steal it. Even if they do try to pull 2020 on this midterm election. We need to make it so overwhelming that they couldn't they can't steal it. That's how I feel about it. Make it make it su- such a landslide that there it's impossible for them and all their devils that are helping them to steal it. That's just how I feel about it, folks. It, 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 and it starts with us. We've got to go. I can't tell you to do something or ask you to do something and we just sit here and do nothing and just talk about it. That's pretty cheap. No. I put my money where my mouth is. You can, you can, you can believe that I'll be out there searching for farmers this weekend. You know, as long as my health or nothing bad happens. And you can believe this November, if I'm alive, I'll be voting in the midterms. And I'll be voting for American first candidates. It's not just enough to vote. It's not. And it's not just enough to vote Republican. It it, it really isn't. You've got to know who you're voting for. Don't just go in there and flip a, 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 a tab Say, oh, there's Republican, and just vote all Republican. I mean, don't do it. There may be an American first candidate that may have to had to run on the independent ticket, and we just don't know them. Research who your candidates are. Talk to them. I'll tell you a quick story before I end, before I end today's episode. Um, let's see. It was probably a month ago. Yeah, probably close to a month ago. <clears throat> Sitting at my home, and a knock comes on the door. I open the door, and this nice guy, you know, nice-looking guy in the suit, you know, uh, standing there with some papers, and uh, shakes my hand, introduces himself, says he's running for uh, the local uh, uh, the local council, I think is what he's running, or magistrate in my area. He's running for local magistrate in my area on the Democratic ticket. So I talked to him a little bit and get to know him just a little bit, you know. Uh, never did endorse him uh, at that time. And I uh, got to talking with him, and I said, well, I've got a question for you. I said, are you, on the Dem- are you a Democrat in the sense that, in the sense that, in, in our area, and it's true, in this area, and, and I'm, I know it's not just this area, but it is other places. Are you a Democrat because of the area we live in? You can't really get any help or get anything done unless you are a Democrat. Or are you a true Democrat and you support Joe Biden and his current policies? I said, just be honest. I didn't act like I didn't like Biden. I didn't act like I liked him. I said it just like that, neutral. Didn't say horrible policies, fake president. 
even though I wanted to, <laughs> I did not. And this gentleman politely said, sir, he goes, I am a Democrat. He goes, but I am a Democrat in the older terminology. He goes, I do not support abortion. I do not support Joe Biden. I do not support Kamala Harris. <laughs> he blew my mind. And uh, he goes, I didn't vote for them. Frankly, I voted for Trump. I shook his hand. And I said, you're very honest with me. And you will probably be the one and only <laughs> Democrat that I vote for uh, in this election. And I took his name and uh, I endorsed him. Actually uh, shared his uh, shared that story with some local uh, friends and that that could actually help him out and uh, with votes and so forth. So, and I I hope him good luck. I, I wish him good luck. Uh, he was honest. Just be honest. That's all I ask. Now, if he did say he supported Biden and Biden's radical agenda, uh, yeah, even though he was honest, I probably still wouldn't vote for him because you know it all starts. It all starts at our state and local governments, and then they go from there. These people that are your your senators and your congressmen, if you research them back, it all started. Ninety percent of them, like the the student council, or not student council, but the city council ward or somewhere local, some type of local government. And then they grew. So they didn't just run for congresswoman or congressman the first time they were ran in the campaign. So like I said, we need to get the right people from the beginning, America first people, and also people who can't be bought who cannot be bought or who not, or who won't buy and sell its constituents. It just, uh, you know, that uh, I think sometimes we send decent people, maybe not strong, but decent people to Washington, and they're just not strong enough, and they fall for the money, the bribes, or they do something they shouldn't do, and they're blackmailed. There's a lot of that that goes on, too. But anyways, that's a whole nother episode. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening for today. Uh, I'm the Kentucky Guy, and you've been listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. <laughs>